0: today's episode, we're going to look at one of the most important aspects of being a Christian. This one aspect of being a Christian, which encompasses all of the other things that Jesus calls us to do. And we're going to learn this and we're going to talk about that later on in the episode. But first of all, I want to introduce myself. My name is Louis Subalston and I'm going to be your host here for the podcast now today's episode looks a little bit different because it's our very first episode i'm so glad to be joining you in this uh in this time together that we're going to be having just learning more about god's word learning more about what discipleship means hearing stories of faith and how people have taken journeys and steps of faith that have taken them places they never imagined or thought. We're also going to be talking to uh, some some experienced people in the field of discipleship, some experts in that field, looking at some pastor's lives and, and just hearing all about them. And so in this podcast, you're going to hear so many things about discipleship, primarily stories of faith, spiritual maturity, and growing in your faith. And so in that journey, I want to tell you a little bit about myself, how I got here, how, why, what's the reason for starting this podcast in the first place. And uh, my story begins when I was seven years old. I remember that uh, when I was seven years old, I started going to a church, a local church here in the city of Miami. And that's when I realized my need for God. I realized that I needed God in my life. And ever since that moment, I I I dedicated my life to Christ from that moment on. And then my journey began and I started learning more about God and all of these different things. And I remember very early on in my life, I had a call to be a pastor. I remember when I was nine years old, I felt a call to lead people and to help people to understand about the word of God. However, my journey took a a different turn. See, in my life, I, I decided that I wanted to do the things of this world. I thought that the desires, that uh, the, the things that, that this world offered me were better than Jesus. And for many years, even though I attempted and I tried to still go to church and try to remain faithful to Christ, I ended up following my own heart, my own deceitful heart, and I steered away from God. I knew that what I was doing was wrong and it was, it was not the right path to take. And throughout that whole entire journey, I remember feeling convicted and challenged in my faith. However, I had gone so far away from Christ. I had gone so far away from my faith that I felt as though God wouldn't take me back. I felt as though I really needed to make a huge change in my life if God was ever going to forgive me of my sins. It wasn't until many years afterwards where we could still go to church. We would still uh, participate in the things of, of God. Me, I got married. Me and my wife started going to church, but I didn't really feel comfortable going to church. Every week that I would go, I felt challenged with the word of God. I felt convicted and I would repent on that moment, but I would continue on doing the same old thing over and over again. It wasn't until uh, many, many years later that my wife decided to get serious for Christ. She decided that she was going to start serving, that she she was gonna start volunteering. She got baptized. And it was a moment of decision in her life. And by seeing her change, it actually challenged me to change in my life. When I saw those changes in her life, I recognized how far away I was from God. And it reminded me of this great calling I had when I was a young boy. In this moment, I realized that that I needed to change, that something had to give. I remember sitting in my living room watching a show and um, just, just, listening to a lot of things, and listening to a lot of uh, information that w- that actually was against what the word of God was saying. And I realized in that moment, and I said to God, God, if you are real, then I am wasting my life not living after you. And I said to God, but if you are real, show me that you are real, and I will dedicate the rest of my life to you. I promise that I will start serving you. I will start living for you. And God, If you show yourself to be real, then I will continue living that life. And after that moment, I realized that God has shown himself to be real in my life. He showed himself time over and over again. He showed his faithfulness in my life. And it wasn't until uh, a couple of months and, and even years later where I just poured in my life to Jesus Christ. I was sold. I was all in. But at that moment, I realized I didn't know as much as I thought I did. See, I grew up knowing a lot about the word of God. I, I grew up knowing a lot about the things that that the word of God says, but they never were real in my life. I never put them into practice. And it wasn't until I started seeing people live out their faith that it challenged me to now start living for Christ. You know, one of the most wonderful things that, that I was able to see is I was able to see people doing life doing ministry, making sacrifices for Christ, and living out an authentic faith. That challenged me, that made me realize that I wasn't doing that in my life, that I needed to change and that I needed to grow from that from that uh, from where I was at. And so I started serving. I started living out my faith. I started serving in a youth group and I remember in that moment that God rekindled that desire in my heart. He rechallenged me to become a pastor. Now, at this point, I was, uh, I was many years older. I already had a career. I already had a degree in something else. And I had no idea how to become a pastor. And so in, uh, in key moments in my life, God brought people to my life to challenge, to motivate me, and to encourage me into this journey that he had called me down. It wasn't for many years that, uh, that I finally received uh, a call and even an opportunity to, to preach to other people, to share the word of God with other people, to actually teach the word of God. And man, when I had that opportunity to teach the word of God, I realized how little I knew. I realized that if I was going to start teaching other people about the word of God, I first needed to grow myself. I first needed to learn more about God before I could teach others. And that began my journey of my spiritual growth, my spiritual maturity. And yes, there is a lot of things that I learned. There's a lot of information and content and theology that was good for me to learn. But let me tell you, one of the most important aspects of me growing as a Christian was creating habits and creating routines in my life that allowed me to follow after God. See, it wasn't until it wasn't all of the information that I had that helped me grow, but it was planting myself in the Word of God that God actually started to see that started to show growth in my life. I'm reminded of this passage in Psalm one, where it talks about a wicked man and 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 blessed and a blessed man, and it says, uh, "Oh, oh, how um, it says, 'Oh, how blessed is the man.'" who meditates on the word of God day and night. It says, it gives an analogy and it gives an illustration of of a tree planted by streams of water. And this, this tree that's planted by the streams of water is being fed and it's being nourished by where it's being planted. And what happens is that the growth is natural. Growth just happens as they are being planted by those streams of water. And I remember that that's what happened to me. By being planted in the Word of God, by being uh, being rooted in what God says, and and doing life with other Christians, with other believers, I realized that God was causing me to grow. It wouldn't be any it wouldn't be until many years later that I actually received uh, an opportunity and a call to be a pastor. Uh, I got to pastor some young adults. And even there, I was challenged to help them to grow. I was challenged to help them to mature. It was a new challenge, it was, it was a new aspect of my life. And with our young adults, I was able to, to start teaching more consistently. I was able to take the word seriously and actually have to study and learn what it meant. And then I was able to see the growth in others. And let me tell you at that moment, That's when everything changed for me. When I started seeing not only that I was growing spiritually, but through the word of God, through discipleship, that others were growing, I saw the faithfulness of God. And I recognized the importance of discipleship. See, discipleship is not something we talk about very often. A lot of times we talk about evangelism. A lot of times we talk about obedience. A lot of times we talk about the things that we are to do in church, like serving and giving and all of these different things. But what if I told you that there is one commandment that is encompassing of all of these other things? This passage is found in Matthew 28. It's called the Great Commission. Jesus after his death, after his resurrection, and after he is he has shown himself to all the other people, he's about to ascend into heaven, and he gives a command to his disciples. He gives them what's called the Great Commission. He says to them that, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And then he gives him assurance and he says, and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Now, the interesting thing about this passage is that there's one command, one single command, and that command is to make disciples. And so if Jesus's command to his disciples is to make disciples, and by extension, if his command to all Christians is to make disciples, it really makes you wonder and think, Are we making disciples? Have we made disciples? What is a disciple? How do you go about making a disciple? All of these different questions that just kind of pop up and make you think about this idea of discipleship. And throughout this podcast, we are going to be able to hear stories of not only people who have been discipled, we're going to be hearing stories of people who are discipling, who God has called them to start uh, different ministries, to start discipling other people. Not only that, but we're going to see how people have taken steps of faith that have led to personal growth, spiritual growth in their lives, and we're going to see how little steps of faith have actually led to bigger steps of faith. And so in this podcast, my goal is to encourage you to challenge you to not only grow spiritually, but for you to help disciple others. See, every disciple is called to make disciples, every single one of us. And so in light of that, if you call yourself a Christian, if Christ has challenged you in, in, in the way that you live, if you recognize that you are a sinner and you fall short of God's glory, if you recognize that you need salvation from your sins and you repent from your sins and you trust God in faith, that he will forgive you of your sins, that he will come and redeem and restore your life, then you also have a call to be discipled and to disciple others. See, this is how the message of Christ spreads. Yes, some are called to evangelize. Yes, some are called to preach the gospel to many different places, but we are all called to make disciples. And that includes evangelism, that includes uh, discipline, that includes uh, church, uh, church discipline, which is not a fun thing to talk about, but we will be talking about those things throughout uh, this podcast. It includes many different things, such as what is the importance of the church and why the church matters in the Christian life, how the church is used to disciple others. And so we're gonna look at all of those different things throughout all of the different interviews. Some of these episodes are gonna be just me, talking to you and encouraging you from many different areas of, of, uh, of my understanding of the Word of God. And some are going to be some experts in the field of discipleship, some pastors, some church leaders, some, some leaders in different areas. We're also going to be looking at very practical uh, applications for just regular people people who are are not in church leadership, people who are not in any of those things, but they have been discipled or they have seen areas in their life where they're going to grow where they're able to grow in their faith. And so I'm excited to start this podcast. And so at this moment, I just want to take a pause and I just want to encourage you. If this sounds good, if this sounds like something that, that you want to hear about, if this sounds like something that is encouraging you and challenging you in your faith, I want to encourage you now to hit that subscribe button, to, to subscribe to our channel so you can get more of these episodes coming at you whenever we come out with them. And also rate us and review us on uh, wherever you get your podcast from. That way we can get this message of discipleship out to more people. We love to spread this message to others. And so as we dive back in, uh, you might ask yourself the question, well, Lewis, why now? Why are you starting this now? Isn't, isn't the market saturated with a whole bunch of podcasts? Isn't there so many different people and pastors and leaders just sharing uh, uh, about all these different things? And I'll say yes. And that's a good thing. It's a good thing that we have a growing church community that platforms such as this podcasting and and, and YouTube have been growing and especially people with with Christian backgrounds have been taking a lead in many of these areas. And so it's important for us to keep this momentum going. Now, one of the things that I realize is that discipleship is one big thing that is lacking. See, many times, I look at at passage. I look at, at videos and podcasts and different things like that. I'm in the same world that you are in, and what I see is that I see a whole bunch of people talking about current events and things like that, and that's awesome. Listen, we need to know how the Bible interacts with culture. We need to know how to filter what the worldview is through the lens of the Bible, and we need to do all of that. That's awesome. But we also need to remind ourselves that we need to have a biblical mindset for whatever happens. See, I could tell you about events and things that are happening and just give you information, but I'd rather help you understand biblically how you can interpret and make those decisions based on what the Word of God says. And so that's the challenge for this podcast, for us to be able to grow in our faith, for us to be able to grow in our spiritual maturity, uh, and and for us to develop. See, one of the things that I really want to make sure that you understand is that this is not a replacement for a church, okay? This is not a church. uh, This is not a church sermon. This is not going to be a message that's going to be given to you on a weekly basis. Listen, God created the church for a reason. And there's a reason you need to be at your local church. That is important. And so use this as a supplement that may help challenge you and may help motivate you to disciple others, to be discipled, or maybe take steps of faith that you didn't know that you needed to take. Hopefully throughout this you'll learn a little bit about spiritual discipline, spiritual maturity and and help you to to develop in your faith walk. And so that's the purpose of this, to help you and to encourage you. Now, we have a website uh, that we've created uh, called EmpoweringDisciples.org. In this website, we have a. a we're going to start putting on some resources. Right now, it's it's in the very early stages, so we don't have a lot of things in there. But really, what we want to do is we want to engage people at every single step of of the discipleship journey. And so on our website, we are going to be developing and, and putting in their resources as well for you to be able to grow. Uh, that is in addition to this podcast that we are gonna be presenting. And uh, some of the resources that are there right now is really just our vision and what we exist for. And so the, what I call this is, I call these the five E's. The, the, the five E's to help you to become a disciple who makes disciples, because ultimately that is the goal, being a disciple who makes disciples. And so it all starts with evangelism. See, when we are Christians, our call is to share the gospel with other people. And so our call is to evangelize non-believers. Maybe you are a non-believer. Maybe you are just in this and you don't really know about Jesus. Maybe you're just kind of exploring your faith and maybe you don't understand a lot of what I'm talking about. And this is gonna help you to learn and to, uh, and to be able to understand what Christians are like the love of Christ for you, how he gave his son for you. And so we are always going to be talking about the gospel. The gospel is important in discipleship. It's how the discipleship starts. We are needing to evangelize other people. I want to read this passage to you in Romans 1.16, which reminds us us that we are not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. See, that's one of the important things about being a Christian is that we are bold with our faith. Why? Because it is the power of God that brings salvation. And so the gospel is important. The gospel is primary in all that we do. And so it's important that we share the gospel with non-believers. The next thing that we have is uh, to engage new believers. Maybe you find yourself as a new believer. Maybe you just gave your life to Christ like last week. Maybe this weekend you have uh, given your life to Christ or maybe you went up, you raised your hand and you they said it like a little prayer for you. They gave you a Bible and you're like, all right, awesome. Awesome. What do I do now? <laughs> and so, with you, what we want to help you is to be engaged into the Word of God. See, God uses His church to be able to to disciple you, and so you want to get engaged into the Word of God. You want to get engaged into prayer. You want to get engaged into the Word and uh, into into the church rather. Uh, and First Peter two actually challenges new believers to grow up in their salvation by being engaged in the Word of God and to the the life of the church. And so that is a purpose uh, for you, for you to be engaged into, uh, into this community that is called the church. That is important for your growth. You can't do Christianity in isolation. You must be engaged into a community of believers. But maybe you're saying, uh, you know Lewis, I, I have uh, I've been in church for a while. I know a lot of stuff. Maybe I don't know that much. Maybe I'm a little lost sometimes when it comes to 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 the preachings. like I don't understand all the references. And man, for you, I would say that you need to be established. Establish growing believers. We want to we want to help you to be established in the Word of God, to be established in the church, to be established in the foundations of the faith, in the doctrines, in the theology of God. Why? Because as you are established and rooted in the Word, Colossians two seven says that you are able to grow and be built up through the word of God, God is going to help you to grow. And so you need to be established in the word of God. You need to create spiritual disciplines. You need to create habits in your life that will help you to grow and to be able to be discipled. You need to be established in a discipleship relationship with other people, people who will hold you accountable in your faith. Not only that, but we also want to equip maturing believers. Maybe you find yourself kind of like where I was. Uh, maybe you, 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 you know a lot about the word of God and you, you've realized maybe you've, given, you've been given an opportunity to teach kids or something like that and you find yourself unprepared. You find yourself like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to, how to uh, read the Bible and share the message with somebody else. I don't really know how to do that. And we wanna equip you. We want to equip you, the what we call maturing believers, to grow in their faith. As Hebrews 5.14 ta- tells us that mature believers are those who have learned to overcome sin and consistently practice holiness. That's the point where we want to help you to get to, to consistently overcome sin in your life and for you to be able to practice holiness in your life on a consistent basis. As you are equipped, not only theologically, but foundationally through spiritual disciplines, you're going to see that you're going to grow. And ultimately, here's our goal. Our goal is for every disciple to be a disciple maker. See, it's not just about you. Jesus Christ didn't just come for you. He came for us, for his church. And so, as his church, we not only have the responsibility to obey and to listen to the word of God, but we have the responsibility to teach others. Now, you might say, Well, I'm not a pastor. You know, I, 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 I can't teach the word of God. I, I don't really know those things. That's not my calling. Hey, that's okay. Not everybody's called to be a pastor. Not everybody's called to teach. Not everybody's given the gift of teaching, but we are all called to disciple. And so, we need to realize that we are are to disciple others regardless of whether you have a teaching gift or not. You are to help others follow Jesus. And so what does that mean? How do you do that? Well, you teach others. You teach others about the word of God, what God has done in your life, and you help them to obey God. Maybe that's somebody who's close to you. Maybe it doesn't have to be in a small group setting or a large group setting. Maybe you're a parent and the person you're called to disciple are your children. Maybe those are the people who he has given you to take care of. Maybe you're a mom and you're listening to this as you're washing the dishes and you're, you're getting things ready or maybe on your commute to work and you don't really know who you're going to disciple. Let me tell you, you have a calling to disciple and to lead your kids and so we are going to help you throughout this, uh, this podcast that we hopefully will encourage you, we will challenge, hopefully we'll bring some conviction and really just share stories about God's faithfulness and how he has called each and every disciple to be a disciple maker. Hey, I want to thank you for joining me on this very first episode. Uh, our following episodes are going to be interview style. So we're going to see some stories uh, of people who have taken steps of faith, and then we're going to be uh, doing different formats throughout the year. So uh, our hope and our plan is to be able to drop new episodes on, on Mondays. So every Monday, we will hopefully be uh, putting out a brand new episode. And uh, we are also going to be available on all of our social media platforms, on Facebook, on YouTube. On, on YouTube on on, on instagram all the different platforms that that there are uh, that we can get to we really want to focus really right now on youtube and instagram so that's really where you're going to be seeing a lot of these different um outlets of of information what we're putting out uh, but eventually we want to grow we want to help this uh to become something big and so uh we we'd love for you to to help us uh, right now the best way that you can help us is by rating us and reviewing us on on all of the different platforms for liking and subscribing to this content content. content so you can get up to date. And so we want to thank you uh, for joining us in this episode. I'm so glad that you are taking this journey with me and I hope to see you on the next one. Have a great one.